Hi, good morning. I'm Brian Eda. I'm joined by my wife, Rosalind. Hey, it's great to be here together with you guys. Yeah, indeed it is. It's great to be able to be together. Uh, thank you for all of you t- tuning in and joining us. Hope you're g- being able to enjoy some in-person fellowship, uh, whether it's with your family or your small group or wherever you're tuning in from. We're excited to be with you this morning. I want to give a shout out to Paula Baker, my friend, and uh, she's one of our awesome singles, and I want to wish her a happy birthday. Indeed, happy birthday to her. You know, um, we're in the eighth month of this pandemic here, and it's interesting. I just read an article, Rose, that in different countries, they're handling it different. They're having different challenges. And uh, just like we've had a shortage early on of toilet paper and hand sanitizer and various things, in different countries, they've had other shortages. And believe it or not, in Germany, Rose, do you know what they had a shortage of? I don't. They had a shortage of sausages. That's how much the Germans love their sausages. And you know what they wow. called this this crisis in Germany? I don't. They called it the worst case scenario. That's right, worst. W-U-R-S-T. Okay, if you guys could see, Rosalind is giving me a look right now saying you are the corniest dude ever. You know, she may not appreciate my jokes, but I know some of you out there, you do indeed enjoy my jokes and whatnot. So anyways, that's not why we're together today. Why we are together today is talk about a great topic about why God brings us together. And indeed, he brings us together for an important reason, important purpose. You might be thinking like, hey, well, why am I together with whoever I'm together with today as a family, as a Bible talk or small group, or maybe you're together in your social distance bubble. Well, the reason why you're together is because God has brought you together and that that he has a purpose and reason for bringing you together. And that's to be able to make a difference in the life of somebody else and to be able to help someone else. And so I'm excited to jump into our Bible study this morning in Mark chapter 2 and verse 1. It says, A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. You know, the first thing that stands out to me about this scripture, Rose, is that as soon as Jesus starts speaking the words, people gather to him. That there's such a spiritual hunger and need to hear the word being spoken that it just created huge crowds. And then four friends realized, hey, Jesus is speaking he can help people. We have a friend in need. If we can get our friend in, in, to Jesus, he'll be able to help him out. And we may not be paralyzed physically, but there could be a number of things that could paralyze us right now as we're facing a pandemic. What do you think some of those things are, Rose? Yeah, I think some of the things that we could be paralyzed right now by is loneliness. Um, I think even discouragement, um, bitterness or self-focus, even fear and anxiety, which is one I can relate to. And usually I know my life when I get paralyzed by any of these things, it's a sign that I have spiritual hunger, that it's a need for God, which is why I really appreciate this scripture about even them seeing their need for God in that way. Yeah, I read the scripture and man, I, I can relate. Usually I don't relate to being paralyzed, but for sure I was paralyzed. I've been, I've had the paralysis of selfishness. I grew up entitled and I see that played out in my life today. And I needed four friends who sat down with me the past week and be able to help me and help me understand the spiritual prowess I was dealing with was not because of life happening to me, but it was because of my own choices, because of my own selfishness, because of my own deceit, because of my own bitterness, because of my own pride 
those things all allowed led to us having distance and bitterness in our marriage and really distance with God, right? Become religious, but I, my heart wasn't connected and involved with them. And I needed four friends to be able to help me out. That's great. I think that um, brings up just um, the hope that we can have in our relationships. In Mark 2, verse 4, it says, Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. I think this is a great scripture because it talks about just the hope that they were able to have. Um, you know, I think um, God brings us together for a reason. And sometimes it's easy to look at friendships and see them in a worldly way, right? To see them based on, well, we have common interests or we like the same movies. That's why we're together. Or our kids are exactly the same age and that's why we're together. And you see here that the people were brought together because of just a common bond of trying to really help their friends. And this helps me perspective wise with friendship because I can be really insecure in friendships. I think I grew up um, spending a lot of time alone, very insecure in friendships. And so um, it can be a hard thing for me to be vulnerable, um, even just being myself in relationships. And um, I think the scripture helps me a lot with that. Even just this past week, as Brian was sharing about just getting help in our marriage and our walk with God and um, dealing with bitterness and pride in my own heart and selfishness, um, just being able to spend time with friends, like able to spend time with our friends, Greg and Christy Bozak over the weekend to get spiritual encouragement from them, um, being able to spend time uh, for me with Lisa and Fong this week and just uh, sharing what's going on in my life and them being able to relate, but also give me perspective and faith uh, was super helpful. And I think that's uh, just the purpose and the, the hope that God gives us when we're together. Yeah, we absolutely need friends right now, right? And, and we benefited from having great friends in our lives who, like the scripture says, they want the extra uh, mile to be able to help us. But I know for me, as I was talking about, when, when you're paralyzed, man, you get really selfish. And uh, it could be the paralysis of selfishness like I was talking about. And, and when you're in that spot, um, there could be great needs right in front of you, but you don't even recognize it because you're totally focused on yourself. And what I love about this verse right here, it says that despite the crowds, they did not allow that to stop them or give them a reason why they didn't help their friend. And hey, crowds right now could be enemy number one. We're supposed to be social distancing. We're supposed to be keeping uh, uh, safe uh, practices, which we all should be. But I think sometimes we see the crowds and we allow it to stop us versus going, no, I'm not going to let anything stop me. Uh, right now from being able to make a difference and help my friends and one of the questions I think we have to ask ourselves are how are we allowing the crowds to stop us how are you how are you allowing the crowds to stop you what do you think about this question Rose well I think it's good to identify what the crowds are for us Um, for example it could be the literal crowds right we're just definitely afraid of meeting with people and we've been isolated the past eight months you know for others of us it could be our crowded thoughts right of fear anxieties or insecurities right and just the self-focus there's no room for others right um for some of us it could be just our crowded schedules and agendas like this is a time when we can actually have a lot of time to connect with our friends um but for some of us we can just keep ourselves busy with new hobbies projects Um, extracurricular activities, you know, where, you know, for teens or college students or singles who might have more time during this time, uh, we can end up busying ourselves rather than seeing it as an opportunity to really love and care and help our friends get to know God during this time. Yeah, absolutely. 
And so as we allow ourselves to be inspired by these four friends, we got to go, hey, how can we be creative in helping our friends? One of the people that I'm inspired by is the Rasa Taneras because they've been created, creative, <laughs> they've created, but they've also been creative in how they've been helping other people. Uh, it, some of you may know about um, uh, their shop giving pies and trying to uh, create a brick and mortar spot. And they've run into some challenges with that during uh, pandemic and being sheltered in place and all that. Um, but really, I've been inspired because they were inspired by uh, Ryan and Christine Sebastian and their uh, campaign to free the front lines. And they said, hey, we could do something as well. And they started their own campaign called Pie It Forward. And what they did was they uh, reached out to their friends and their clientele and got a lot of people to donate money. And they started donating pies to everybody on the front lines to the major hospitals in the Bay Area. And it was a whole family affair. Miali was involved. Patrick was involved. All of them. And I look at that and I go, man, they were people who saw beyond the crowds, saw the needs and met and helped other people. You know, if you uh, need some scientific help with that, I read this article. This is a real article. It's not a joke. It's called, in the New York Times, The Science of Helping Out. It says, at a time when we are all experiencing an extraordinary levels of stress, science offers a simple and effective way to bolster our own emotional health. To help yourself, start by helping others. Much of the scientific research on resilience, which is our ability to bounce back from adversity, has shown that having a sense of purpose and giving support to others has significant impact on our well-being. So there you have it right there. Science. We're supposed to follow the science. What does the science say? If you want to help yourself, find a purpose, work together with a group of people, and go and do good and change the lives of other people. I've been inspired by Steve and Rhea Lowe, who um, took this time as, you know, parenting in the pandemic is a challenge for Um, all of us and they started a parenting in the pandemic book club as a way to make connections and help others to find faith yeah that's awesome so when we do that we're going to experience the victory together in mark 2 verse 5 it says when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralyzed man son your sins are forgiven man i love this story I wish we could be there right now to see the expression when jesus says this on the face of the four friends I, I just can imagine how surprised and bewildered they are when Jesus says, hey, son, your sins are forgiven. Because I think they're expecting Jesus to heal his physical ailments. But Rose, what this teaches us, what Jesus teaches us is that our spiritual needs are greater than our external needs. Oftentimes we're very aware of, oh man, I need my life in order. I need to be able to take care of this or that or whatever it may be. But what Jesus says, no, more important than your physical or external needs, you got a spiritual need. And let me meet that one first and foremost. No, I think that's a really great point. I, I think sometimes we have to slow down enough to understand our own spiritual needs. And while we might be stressed about, say, you know, remote learning with our kids or whatever it might be, that um, our spiritual need is that we really need that faith to be able to be what God desires for us to be and to spend time with God ourselves. And then understanding that um, 
not only do we have spiritual needs, but that the people around us have a great spiritual need at this time, especially during the pandemic, that God puts people in our life, like our, be it our friends, our family, a coworker, or even our own kid, that um, they have spiritual needs and God puts us in their life for a reason to be able to help them find God to be able to meet those spiritual needs. And I realize when I get religious, I forget that I lose sight of that. And that's such an important thing right now. Absolutely. So something we got to ask ourselves as we answer the question, why does God bring us together? Well, he brings us together so we can make a difference in the lives of other people. And so we have to ask, hey, in our marriages, in our small groups, in our bubble groups that we're meeting with right now, are we determined to help our friends to get before God? Is this our focus? Is this our heart? Because the greatest good that I can do for someone is to help someone to be able to find forgiveness in an unforgiven world. And we had a great live stream last week on the power of forgiveness. And if you haven't got a chance to listen to that, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out and listen to that. Because we live in an unforgiven world. And the greatest thing that we could do with our lives is to help others to find the forgiveness. Speaking of forgiveness, the only person, the only way we can find forgiveness is through Jesus Christ. And so now, we're about to say a prayer for a communion. So join me in a word of prayer. God, as we come to you and pray at this time, thank you. Thank you that Jesus died on the cross. Thank you that he is willing to sacrifice and give up his life, give up something so precious so that we'd have an opportunity to have a relationship with you. Thank you for forgiving us uh, and the willingness to forgive us of every one of our sins so that we don't have to be held guilty. We don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to be held back. But Father, we can experience the victory of what it means to be able to be forgiven. And I pray that, Father, we would be inspired by the scriptures today to not only find forgiveness for ourselves, but be determined to help our find, our friends to find that forgiveness as well. We love you so much. We pray for this in the name of Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, Rose. Well, as we conclude that part of our contribution, you know, we got some exciting news for our audience in Santa Clara. And that news is Rhett Snell and Kiara Marquez, who are engaged to be married, uh, has just moved down from Sil- Silicon Valley to Santa Clara. We're so excited to have them join our team here. Absolutely. And they'll be helping to lead a singles house church. They'll be working with our wine ministry and our campus ministry. And like you said, we're ecstatic to have them. And so without further ado, I'm going to give it over to Rhett and Kiara, who have a few things that they want to remind us before they pray for contribution. All right. Thanks, Rose and Brian. Yes, I'm here with my beautiful fiance, Kiara, and we are so excited to be in Santa Clara. Man, I am juiced to be working with the professionals as that's the ministry that I got baptized in five years ago. We also have tons of vision for the campus and the Y ministry as that's the next generation of leaders. We're really building the future Mm -hmm. and can't wait to see what happens with that ministry. So we are really grateful to just be a part of that. Yeah, I am so grateful to have the opportunity to serve in the professionals. Something that I'm really looking forward to is learning how to build family here in Santa Clara um, and to be a part of helping this ministry really grow. And now with that, we have a few virtual events coming up. Okay. The first one is the teen Halloween party. So it's a West Bay Halloween party over Zoom. 
um, and that's gonna be Friday, October 30th at 7.30 p.m. Um, so parents, please make sure you register your teen. Don't wanna miss it. Definitely not. It's gonna be hot. <laughs> yeah, so please go to BACC.cc to register and get more information. Also on November 6th, there is going to be a marriage enrichment devotional. Woo woo! So that will be our first one there, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know what we're doing, but it, it, I'm looking forward to it because it's gonna be split up by different life points. Um, and it's an opportunity to really build our faith, to be inspired and to connect with others in our same life stage. Uh, so for more information, check out the website, bacc.cc to register um, and, and see more information on that. Thanks, Kiara. Man, I cannot wait for that because I got a lot to learn. <laughs> well, we got one more thing, and that's contribution. I just want to remind everyone, if you go to bacc.cc slash give, you can pay by credit card or you can jump on PayPal. You can also pull up an old live stream, jam out to the PayPal jingle. Mm -hmm. And while you guys are rocking out to that, I'll pray for a contribution. Mm -hmm. Let's bow our heads. Dear Father, we are so grateful that you take care of all of our needs and we have the opportunity to give today. Please multiply what we give, God. Use it to build the kingdom and to take care of all of the people in our fellowship, God. We pray for the health and safety of all those in our fellowship and that you continue to take care of those who are struggling financially as they try to navigate this tough time and tough situation. God, thank you for everything you do for us. We are eternally grateful for your son and his forgiveness. In your son's name I pray, amen. amen. All right, guys, that's it. That's another Fellowship Sunday. We hope you enjoyed it and you enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Take care. Bye.